on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, it's me, Howard the Ref. Back after a long absence, I'm joining Kidder and the local geek because the local geek needs me to officiate something. What could it be? What's the dilemma? What's the controversy? What does he need me to decide? You'll have to stick around to find out. And don't worry, we got lots of other great stories to talk about, updates to stories we were talking about, a couple of things that we didn't get to talk about on episode 100. It's a good time. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pour a cold beverage, Enjoy time with The friends. Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that is easily shorter than the Oscars and way more entertaining. I'm your substitute host, Howard DeRef, here, as I am usually rarely, uh, with our normal co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? You know, how, how would the way I do have to say, those are a lot of different pieces of English put together to try and construct something that almost has enough regulation to stand. Much like the NDWF rulebook. So... Thank you for that introduction. I know it's not what you normally do. Uh, yeah, and and fairly short notice for me to uh, to work that all out. Uh, you know, as I said, not not my normal duty as Howard the Ref to be hosting a podcast. But there was a request, Kidder. There was a request for Howard the Ref to be on, and the person making that request, he's on the show as well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Triple B. Everybody's favorite, the brewmaster himself, the local geek. How you doing tonight? Hey guys, I'm doing good. Um, glad to be back on the show. It's only been a couple episodes, but it's always fun to come back and visit and hang out with you guys. Technically, <laughs> since I'm a rep, I'm going to make this. Truthfully, you've only taken an episode off because you were on episode 100. You're on episode 101. You missed episode 102, and now you're here for episode 103. So... That, yeah, that where were you? Where <laughs> were you last week? What do you think this is? A podcast? You can just come and go as you please? Last week, I was just very tired. <laughs> oh. I see. Tired. Ah. And uh, as for have, Howard, you must have been will, watching this episode. We'll get to that request down by uh, what's on tap, too, probably. So. So you're going to, that, that's what we call a tease folks uh, he's going to make Howard Weff hang out and do nothing until then does he get to drink I was going to say see you guys in an hour <laughs> oh, I sure hope actually, he gets to drink actually with the two of you it'll probably be like you know 15-20 minutes <clears throat> no. hey you know Howard Weff uh, Howie how Blues has quite the driveway that probably needs a little sh uh, snow moved. So if you want to get your reps in, you can uh, go move that hand bl snow blower out there. Yeah, that, that'll probably, uh, with Lefty going in tonight, uh, that'll probably be a tomorrow afternoon when sh once she gets up project. So it's oh, only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. personality are we talking to? <laughs> uh-huh 
Uh huh. Strap in, folks. This episode's going to get confusing as hell. <laughs> Welcome to a normal episode of Beer Blues BS. <laughs> how, much, how much snow are we supposed to expect out of this kidder? Uh, five to eight, and potentially 60 mile per hour wind through Monday. Yeah. I'm just hoping that the wind like will blow it clear so it's not, you know, I'd rather tackle two, you know, three foot drifts in my driveway than eight inches spread across the whole thing. I know my car had probably at least an inch on it by the time I looked at it last before bed or before I put Colt to bed. Just just between the time that I got home and I got home right around five o'clock and the time the kidder came over and dropped off the beer, which was about eight o'clock. I mean, kidder waded through a lot of snow. Yeah, it's probably four inches there. Yeah. Uh, I will also say <clears throat> that it it's going to continue to be pretty stupid. Are, are we going to break that record? That's my question. Like we've gotten this much snow. We might as well at least break the record. So we've got something to claim for all the snow we got. We are pretty close. So it, it is within reach. I've been signed out. <laughs> oh, how did you're still here? Or are you? Verify it's you. Yep. It, it's still me. <laughs> Google, that's, that's, we're looking at other services and that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, other services. We'll show you right in a meeting. I'll just take care of you. <laughs> I I wasn't even doing anything. That's the uh, the interesting thing there. <clears throat> but yep, it's going to be uh, kind of dumb over the next uh, forty eight hours or so. And and you know that there are going to be people out and about in it. You know, mm-hmm. that's like why. Yeah, I mentioned <laughs> I, I mentioned that uh, when I got over to Howard because, like, I, I understand you know me going out and driving across town to give Howard a couple beers, eh, but I also have significant training on driving through this crap, lots of experience. Plus, I'm smart, and I drive with my headlights on. And I make sure my defroster is running so that it doesn't fog up and I can see out the windows and the rear defrost is on so I can see out my rear wind. You know, there, there's certain things that you do while you're driving. You know, that's or, one complaint you... I have about my car is it's got the, you set a temperature on the thermostat. So if I set it to like 72, for example, once the cabin reaches that temperature, it starts blowing cool air and it's no longer defrosting it's freezing on my windshield so i got to crank that temperature up and then it gets really hot in the car <laughs> yeah got to set her up to the defrost only and just just let her rip you know right. crack the window a little bit <clears throat> but yeah there there's so many people driving around town and this is well what time did we we ended up I guess that was around maybe six o'clock. I think we we rolled to Mickey D's for a snack, but then you know by eight o'clock we're driving up to Howard, and there were so many people, so many cars, and and 
about half of them were little four-door or two-door two-wheel drive cars driving around like what are you doing go home stay at home is it an emergency if the answer is yes call law enforcement like call emergency services they'll come over like stay home this is why i'm still a big fan of the idea that you know when we have weather events like this we just shut everything down and the only people out on the roads are like the absolute necessary people you know that that's my general take you know and i know that means they're like yeah my wife still needs to go to work because she's a nurse and such but she doesn't need to necessarily end up in an accident because joe schmo said hey you know what let's go get some mcdonald's and or alcohol and their booze cruising because it's hilarious yeah I mean, I, I, that's, that's what I, I don't get. And that's kind of like, I'd rather see us shut everything down and mm-hmm. except for the necessities and force people off the roads. You have nowhere to go. So that's like the, the storm we had last April. One of the people I dug out, it was just some dumb kid who got tired of uh, being at home. And so he tried to leave and he got stuck like three times. Mm-hmm. It's like, why, why are you going out? <clears throat> yeah, you just you just stay at home. Mm-hmm. Just stay home. So we'll see. I'm hoping she makes it back. Okay. Before we hop to, to everybody's favorite segment, Kinder, I watched an interesting video today. Um I was uploading mm-hmm. uh episode 102 of the podcast to YouTube. And you know what? They just so happened to have a video on our uh, YouTube dashboard about the uh profanity policy at YouTube. So I, uh, I got to enjoy that. And, uh, yeah, it's probably a good thing that we started, uh, censoring things a little bit more, uh, when we did, because apparently last November they put this, uh, profanity policy in place and changed the algorithm. And yeah, if, if you're doing too much swearing, they, they drop you wholeheartedly. They've eased back a little. That's what this video was saying. It's like, well, we, move that back a little bit because we were maybe a little too harsh but yeah it it was kind of interesting to hear what they defined as minor curse words and major curse words and and such so um but i'm not gonna give us an example i'm not because uh you know you put it in a sentence uh no i I, could you give us the history no a history with howard the yeah it goes black and white (laughs) yeah no i'm not because i as i said i've learned some stuff but i don't want to jeopardize future possible monetization if you know enough people would ever watch this show so that's why if you're a longtime listener of the show and you're like hey man they started beeping all of the cursing uh yes yes we did um reasons the the interesting thing to me was uh they, they also were hitting hard if you had curse words in your title on your thumbnail or in i think it was like the first like seven minutes of your video hmm. yeah it was interesting so, so really what you're what you're saying here now that it's been longer than seven minutes in this video we can really start just shooting from the hip dropping some bombs <laughs> That's, that's not what I'm saying. 
Uh, I think what I'm saying is it's Man, time for what's on. I don't know. I don't know. Both of my situation. headphones are working or something because like I, I didn't quite catch all them words right there. So uh, all right. Well, yes, I did catch the most important piece of that, and let's drink. Let's have something to drink because Howard. I know you're the ref and you don't have the saying, but Howard Blues has a saying and it's been a week. So it's time to grab your favorite triple B pint glass, perhaps off of beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch like this fine pint glass right here. Yep, right there. Uh, or perhaps the Kidder's Old Fashioned Recipe glass right there, also available in pint glass and other forms. Or, you know what, Local Geek, I think this one might even be your favorite because it's me saying, I will have a water with hops and grain. And, and he, I'm actually saying it on the pint glass. So you can be reminded to have a quality beverage just like what Local Geek makes in the very basement that he is hanging out in right now. So, uh, Fun fact that uh, that glass you just showed there, Kidder. Um, actually, you're not the person who originally said that. Mm -hmm. It was actually local geek who said it. And, and it was all the more reason for him to get one and have one of those <laughs> and have a tasty beer in it. It, it was in response to uh, you saying that you were going to go get a water. And he's like, is that water going to have hops and grain? And that turned into the glass with you. Asking, I will have a water. With hops and grain. Yeah. So that's uh good job, yes. local geek. Thanks for teeing that up. <laughs> you're welcome. Mm -hmm. So since uh, since you're the guest, but I mean essentially you've come become the third co host of the show. <laughs> but uh what do you what are you brewing up today? Well, today I brought you guys in uh I've got the it's been a week glass. <laughs> he knew he knew without even knowing. <laughs> so uh, I've got a new one that I made. It's uh, called Pinkerton Porter. I named it that after uh, our family's late cat who passed away last November. So that was one of his nicknames was Pinkerton. Um, it is about 6%. And other than that, uh, the recipe was originally supposed to be kind of a clone of the Deschutes Black Butte Porter, but we deviated a little bit. So it's not super close but it's still you know in the porter style is uh is that what i just delivered to howard about an hour ago yes hmm. so i should go get that one <laughs> <laughs> while you do uh kidder i will uh i'll shut off i have it poured in this lovely howard's cave of wonder glass because you know it's been a while since there's been a howard's cave of wonder and i wanted to remind people that that show still exists <laughs> you know it's uh yeah, it's still a thing. It's just I've been I've been trying to do a video on me assembling all of these miniatures, and it's taken me a lot longer to assemble them all than I had originally expected. So, but uh, anyway, I'm gonna give this a try. Hmm, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, I like this one. It's it's probably in my top five. Yeah, I, I I mean I, I will say it it wasn't quite the taste I was expecting, but it's it's not bad, you know. I don't know why. Whenever I hear Black Butte Porter, I always think of it as a peanut butter porter. It's not, <laughs> but that's just what like keeps like rattling around in my brain. So that's what I was expecting. So that's 
what I was expecting with this when you said it was a clone, but uh, no, it, it's, it's good. I'll, I'll enjoy drinking this. Yeah, and this one's the one that I did with my friend. He bought a uh, electric brewing system, and it's super, super efficient. Um, hmm. It was supposed to come in at like five and a half percent, and the system was so efficient that we got six percent. Hey, uh, hey, get her, get her. Do you need the poncho while you open this? <laughs> I sure hope not. Got the opener. Do you need a poncho? Did you? I guess we'll find out in two weeks. <laughs> Did, did you shake it up before you delivered it to him an hour or so ago? I can neither confirm nor deny these nor any other allegations at this time. Oh, sorry. There we go. The I will have a water with hops and grain pint glass available at beerbluesbs.com. Look at this pour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I know that I I could have had a better pour with maybe a little bit more head on the top, but I also didn't want it have it go all over the place. So from the triple B beerbluesbs.com. Local geek, thank you again. And uh Thanks to your buddy uh, for helping make this one there. Yeah, we've got a, another one we're going to be doing here probably in the next few weeks. He's been itching to make another one. He's got like two he already did since this one. <clears throat> so he's really itching to use that new equipment. And it is fun to use and super, super easy to use. So if I had the money to get a system like that, I would probably drop it on one right now. But that's a very interesting taste because I was expecting it to be thicker and darker, but it's very smooth. It is. And crisp. So I'm slightly confused, but it's really good. It's it's mellowed out a little bit. When I first kegged it, the, the first couple of glasses I had were, uh, they had a fairly strong alcohol taste to them. And that's mellowed off quite a bit, so I'm glad. Uh, did I happen to miss while I was getting the uh, the bottle? Did I happen to miss the the tasting notes and whatnot for this? Because I heard peanut butter porter, and I went, ah, "It's going to be peanut butter." I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, that's just okay. what Howard uh, in his mind when he heard porter, it went to peanut butter porter. So he was initially expecting peanut butter. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Tasting notes, uh, give us the the start to finish of your your grains and yeast and and all the goods. Give us the the lowdown as the, only the brewmaster of the triple B can. Uh, so for grains, it was actually pretty basic on this one. Um, there's some chocolate malt in there, so there's going to be some chocolatey flavors. Um, a little bit of wheat, and for the most part, it was just. Uh, standard two row pale grain which is the base for most of my beers and again with that grain uh or any of the other grains that you use do you get those locally most of them yes most of them come from two track over in uh lincoln that's just that's we get them from the local breweries so um, we did have uh, interesting hops for this one. That's what really changed the flavor up on it. I'm trying to remember what we even used. 
So we have Cascade hops, which I use quite a bit. And then we also had some Magnum and some Northern Brewer. And that was just basically putting together the closest we could get because the day of we realized we didn't have all the hops we needed. So we were kind of going with what we could find. So you're saying it's kind of a mishmatch. A little there. bit. Do you think that hampered the end result at all with the taste that you wanted versus what you got? Not a whole lot. Um, it's a little more florally than you would expect a porter to be, but not like to the extreme. But something I definitely noticed when I tasted is you normally, like you said, a porter, you normally expect to hit your taste buds a little harder. And this one's pretty smooth. What I like about it is that as I'm digesting it, <laughs> the, the residuals, you know, I'm salivating over them. I really get that grain taste. I don't know if you notice that when, when mm -hmm. you kind of sit on it for a little bit. You, you really get the grain taste to come out. And I think it's a, a nice addition to it, if you will. What do I know? I'm just drinking <laughs> beer in a podcast, so... Thanks, Local Geek. You're welcome. And I'm not sure if any of those flavors come from the fact that uh, his brewing system has a recirculating pump. So instead of like when I brew a beer, I put all the grains in that mesh bag and sit it in the water for an hour. Whereas with his system, we drop the grains right in there in a basket and then recirculate the water over the top of it constantly. So it's constantly pulling the stuff from the bottom back to the top. And really running it across those grains to really get the sugar out of them yeah i would think it'd make a a pure taste mm -hmm. at the end of it too for any uh recipe that you're rolling through it yeah uh, i'm sure it's what the the large breweries end up doing in in their huge systems that they have is running it through in in certain forms for each type of beer i would guess yeah some of them will do that um and then, like, I know when Dialectic makes theirs, they, they drop the water on top of the grains, or drop the grains into the water, actually, with a false bottom. And then they, uh, as they start pumping it into their boil kettle, they wash the grains with 170-degree water. So they're basically running clean water over those grains to try to get more sugar out of them. But that's called the sparging process. Hmm. Wonderful. And, and in that, uh, it has to be at... 170 or does it uh, or should it be hotter colder that's about the ballpark i think most people aim for for a sparge water you don't want to get it 200 or 300 yeah warmer than that you start to get some of the tannins out of the grain with it that you don't want and if you get too cool you get some other off flavors so it's usually like 150 to 170 is that target temperature for generally for uh mashing your grain in general and then they hit that sparge at the hotter end of it usually. Hmm. Well, thanks for giving that insight. Appreciate the local geek sharing his brewmaster secrets. <laughs> I know JS Gunslinger will be very interested to see this episode, and I, I'm sure he's going to be jealous and excited to hopefully get to taste one of these as well. Yeah, I should get one bottled up for him to give to you when you stop over and or when I get the other beers to you, whichever happens, whichever way that goes. Something will happen. Something will work out. 
because Howard happened to give me one for JS Gunslinger <laughs> as well. So yeah, that's why I figured if I could get you one, you could get it to him without one. So and Kidder's Courier Company <laughs> rolls on. How can I spell that all with K's? I I need another K. <laughs> Kidder's Courier Company Consignment Incorporated. <laughs> What? Say say your piece, Howard. I do. I, I can hear Darth Howard haunting the background. <laughs> you, I, you say your words. <laughs> I I was just gonna say if you would have gone with corporation instead of incorporated. Well, then, then then you get one more K sound. Sure. The quad. The quad K. Quad K Inc. <laughs> the Kidder's Courier Company Corporation, <laughs> whatever incorporated. We'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, we need R and D to work on that. Just, I mean, either that or you just need to hire like the guys behind like Mortal Kombat because they spell everything with a K. So mm. you know they'd, they'd be able to help you out. It'd be all right until there's fatality, and then. I'm not on the show anymore. <laughs> You're not on the show or somebody you dislike is not on the show. You know? Who says you can't be the one performing the fatality? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Once yeah. again, I bring you beer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Plead at the immortal steps of the kidda. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about something actually interesting. Like anything. Well, uh, we're, I mean, we're talking alcohol and uh, try to remember who brought me this news story. I think this was a local geek because he gave me a couple. Um, yeah, it, but, I thought uh, it could be a content generator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely is because, uh, hey, uh, favorite nostalgic drink of most of us who enjoy a good glass of the OJ is uh, getting an alcoholic version. So, Kidder, did you have a chance to, to, to check this out? No, I, I did not. I saw the headline. <laughs> I think that's really all you needed to see to know what's going on. <laughs> In true media fashion sensationalism in the headline and that's all you need to know i i read this article online it said I, that that things had alcohol yeah but but what is it when when's it available when's it going to be out and i don't know i didn't actually read it i you know kidder you you make us get our first ever investigative reporter you know you hire the murder bird for one week <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> and we, we get to our first time where, hey, we could actually use a reporter to report the story. And uh, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> what do you mean you don't got time for that? Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> got things happening, video games to play, driveways to use a snowblower, send that snow into space. Uh, well, anyway, or Howard's uh, driveway. Yeah, yeah, you can you can come over. It's uh, it's available. Hey, I said, and I have it on record somewhere that 
if you get a vehicle and some ramps that my snowblower fits in, you come on down. We'll load her up. It's just like the price is right. Come on down. We'll haul it back up to your place. I will even volunteer my time and blow all of that crap out of here. Load it up. We can drive it back. I'm just saying. So I don't know. Uh, that that when, seems like uh, a lot of a lot of work. Oh. All right. If you want to spend three hours shoveling your driveway. <laughs> ah. You you uh saying that you need the workout? Is that that well I mean that that wouldn't hurt, but I also know how to make like sad puppy dog eyes at all my neighbors while they're out snow blowing, and eventually one oh. of them will take pity on me. Oh. Well, hopefully they find this video and know that you're just full of crap. <laughs> uh, anyway, to get back to the story at hand, uh, apparently uh, the makers of Sunny D are now making a, I believe it's a vodka seltzer version of the drink. Uh, uh, you know, so it's the kind of thing that we'll probably have on this show at some point. I hope I don't find it. <laughs> it's supposed to be sold at Walmart starting tomorrow. Well, I don't really feel like going out again. Uh, and things that are supposed to be sold at Walmart as of officially when we're recording this a couple days ago, AMC popcorn in the unpopped version and the popped version, uh, they will have three variants of each available. Salted, butter, and extra butter. That I'm interested in. This Sunny D, which by the way, I mean, we do have a Walmart liquor here, but in Walmart itself in North Dakota, which might blow some people's minds who are watching from out of state. And uh, uh, what was it? British Columbia. We had a bunch of downloads from Howard. Is that? Yeah. 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 British Columbia. Thank you. If you go to your local Walmart where you can buy alcohol, this may surprise you in North Dakota. The liquor store has to be a completely separate store. So literally, you have Walmarts in North Dakota where they're the business and your normal in and outdoors on either side. And next door, they have a little hole in the wall. <laughs> that is the liquor store for Walmart. Completely separate, still the sliding doors in and out, but a separate business, essentially, even though it is still Walmart. Well, it it's another deeper. door I don't feel like going into. Uh, what? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. It, it gets deeper than that. The uh, the reason we don't have things like the Hard Mountain Dew are because of our liquor distribution laws. Because uh, Pepsi is distributing that themselves, they aren't a licensed liquor distributor in North Dakota, so they can't mm -hmm. bring it into the state. And I'm assuming they don't want to try to sell it off to like McQuaid's or Jerome's or one of those guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I'm curious if we'll get the sunny D or not. But. Plausible. It's like Mythbusters. We'll just leave it at plausible. I or guess that mean, I, means the next person to takes a road trip has to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also do like reading this article. It says uh, there's not actual sunny D in the drink, but the company has said it has the same great taste. <laughs> you know, that's the crap that, that was with the Mountain Dew stuff because... As uh, well, Howard remembers because I I gave him some of it. I, I actually uh, had some too when I was in Iowa. So. Oh right, so you know I picked some up in Iowa when I was there, and I 
it, it does not taste like Mountain Dew to me. It it, it really tasted the closest like diet Mountain Dew with some bad like juice or something poured into it to make it alcoholic. Uh, I was not a fan. Yeah, I, I uh, double checked you guys' reviews of it when I tried it, and they were pretty much spot on. It it tasted like somebody poured way too much vodka into a bottle of Mountain Dew. Yep. No, I I it it's sad to say, but really, if you want an alcoholic Mountain Dew, um, not your father's Mountain Ale, much better. That is good yes. stuff. Their, their root beer is also good. I, I really will concur. I, I'm not as big of a fan of their root beer, actually. I'm a bit of a root beer snob, so <laughs> fair enough. You don't need to put root beer on the front of that. <laughs> hey, the the people wanted more more um banter, so there you go. And what it's, people, what it's feedback are you getting? <laughs> yeah, I got sources, you know, <laughs> sources and people, things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I will say, uh, Kidder, I was reading some of our uh, Instagram comments. Thank you, local geek. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I don't comment on the Instagram. I comment on the YouTube. Yeah. Um, which always, I, I will say, local geek, I, I was a little alarmed when I, I signed in, I think it was last week, to upload uh, episode 101. And it's like, I don't have a comment for episode 99 yet from local geek. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> yeah. My, my Iowa trip set back my watching time. Cause I was driving the whole time, both directions. So didn't get to watch Plenty of time car. to put the podcast <laughs> on in the background. Right. I mean, you, well, the missus had a phone, you had a phone, right? You just uh, put that. I suppose I could have made her right? update the, uh, the sheet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Here, here's the link to the spreadsheet. Uh, okay. <laughs> Would have been great. A friendly reminder. I, I mean, before Howard tells me something, don't lose the thought. Remember your thought. Because I'd like to take this this very moment to remind our viewers or listeners that you can listen to us on any audio podcast service out there. Go to beerbluesbs.com or any of your favorite audio podcast services and just search beer blues and BS. Please subscribe like us or whatever. Each of the services has you do add it to your subscription list, whatever it's free and you can listen to us wherever you go. And then you don't need to force open the YouTube app while you're driving down the highway at 92 miles per hour, like the local geek. So how are blues? Yes, I, me. I, I, uh, I, I, I know that you uh, said you know. Hopefully, I wouldn't forget this. Uh, hard to forget, Kidder, when you accidentally glue an eye stock to your finger. <laughs> I, I kind of want to swear right now. <laughs> yeah, look, look, I was looking at you. Yeah. I have three word, three initials for you. F F S. I'm gonna let you figure that one out. <laughs> He's trying to think of something clever. I see the wheels turn. No, okay. I was I was just oh. finishing this thing. Yeah, see. Yeah. That looks like it could be on Aquatine Hunger Force. Yeah, 
It's a underwater beholder. Ah. Yeah. Since <laughs> since I brought up Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I have to mention that I finally saw the new ATHF movie. It's available on HBO Max or wherever you steal your videos. Please don't do that. The FBI hates it. Uh, and it was not good. <laughs> like, I know. Local Geek, have you seen Aqua Teen? Do you like the show? I've seen a little bit of it, but I never really got into it. So I got into the original series. I mean, the episodes were like 12 minutes long, so they're perfect to sit down and just watch and laugh and contemplate, you know, things of life of how people make things like that and get famous and get paid for them. Uh, But and then contemplate why this show isn't more popular, you know, things. Uh, But this was a feature length movie. 80 some minutes long and I was I don't know I'm kind of disappointed I watched it (laughs) I I don't know I I needed to see it but at the same time now I'm kind of disappointed because the the episodes contained are hilarious there's a lot of them that are still funny like uh, Space Cotaz with the Moonanites and and uh, the other guy, you know, their neighbor is Carl. He's he's got some some good one liners. Hey, hey, baby, hey, hey, you want to take a ride about Carl? Huh? You know, it's good. Just not the same as what it was, you know, fifteen years ago. But anyway, figured I'd mention that. Watched a few movies this week. That was one of them. Kind of wanted to fast forward it. <laughs> you know, Kidder, uh, I'll just I'll just fess up. Never been a fan of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Falls into that stupid comedy that I just I never been a fan of. Yeah, it happens. On uh, a side note, not a stupid comedy, but on Tuesday. Had a two for Tuesday, Tuesday, and watched two movies at the theater. So all told, even with the <clears throat> the uh, now six dollar ticket price, which is still half the price of a regular adult t- ticket for a matinee, so you save some money there. Uh, that plus soda, popcorn, and intermission snacks as in the $3 hot dogs spent 65 70 bucks and that was the cheap day the regular adult price for evening is $14 per person now so side note anyway went to the first movie which uh, is now out of our local theater called Marlowe have you heard about this? It uh, it actually stars Liam Neeson. He's got a very particular set of skills. This is uh, like a 1920s private dick. 
He's going out. He's going to solve a murder. And to me, very much an homage to turn of the century movies. The old uh, private eye figures them out kind of movies. And I thought he did phenomenal. Great acting in that movie. Uh, and a surprise appearance by Colomini as an LAPD detective. Colomini. Maybe the name doesn't ring a bell with either of you. However, he played Chief Miles O'Brien on Star Trek The Next Generation and Star Trek Deep Space Nine and a special appearance in Star Trek Lower Decks. Three uh, three things for you there, Kidder. Uh, one, uh, Liam Neeson, New York Rangers fan. Mm. Number two, the reason I know that he is, uh, you know, there's a lot of the uh, NHL stadiums for the past two years have done these look-alike things with, like, movies and such. They did one at the Rangers game, and it was a they it was a they did the scene from Taken where he's talking on the phone. Then when they cut to the look, like it was Liam Neeson talking on the phone, and he he played it up like he was giving the angry speech. It was a uh, it was a uh, pretty good. Uh, the the third thing here um, question for you because I'm I'm racking my brain for it, and it's been so long since I've done anything with Halo. What was the name of the annoying little? robot in the first one is that 343 guilty spark am i correct in that yes mm. that was a yeah and then the asshole turns on you sorry i swore you, you know made you know me, that made me want to swear you know what uh, makes him even more annoying that you can't really kill him no no when you glue him to your thumb That would really hurt. <laughs> I don't know if the payoff on that one was as good. Uh, <clears throat> well, I, I made local geek okay. chuckle. The way you had him go on there, he kind of looked like a Funko Pop. Yeah, this is like pfft, okay. Well, the second second movie went to was Operation Fortune. And there is a, a subtitle or additional title to it, but um, the, yeah, look it up. Ah, uh, it has Jason Statham in it, and it's gr it was a great movie. It was it was a quality movie. I do love me a Jason Statham movie, and uh, directed and written by Guy Ritchie. There you go. And there's a couple other famous people in it as well. It's pretty new to the theaters, and it it was good. So check those out. Interestingly enough, last night, uh, looking for something to watch, came across an older Jason Statham movie from 2007 with Jet Li entitled War. That one. All right. It um, 
definitely a B movie, but uh, there were some some famous people in that one as well. Not too bad. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. And I mean, since I'm talking about movies and things that I've seen, and and then I I'll turn it over to both of y'all and tell us about what you've seen lately or been watching. But uh, Star Trek Picard, the final season currently playing out last night was episode four. And this season should have been how the show was handled from the beginning. Because this is actually good. (laughs) And it's like true Star Trek to, to me. Okay. Even season two, they had a whole like on this way and this happens and then they're over here and back in time and whatever. Eh, not a fan. I think most of the season was meandering and stupid and preachy. The first and last episodes were great. In fact, even the the second and half of the third episode were really good, too. But season one, you can kind of skip it. I mean, it's great to say that you watch it and you went through it. And yes, it's Star Trek, but there's so many cringeworthy things that happen. And it's just very disappointing. So as season three is here, they brought in the Star Trek experts Dave Drexler and Mike Okuda specifically for design and uh, technology referencing. And this season, man, the, the ship looks fantastic. I have to say it's the USS Titan. It's a Neo Constitution class. It looks gorgeous on the outside. They've done a, a few homages to the motion picture, which I know you all really haven't seen and that's okay but there's this huge scene at the beginning of the motion picture where kirk and crew are traveling via the transport shuttle to the enterprise and this is the big reveal of how the enterprise has been redone they 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 did a refit on it which upgrading the nacelles upgrading the technology the paneling on the ship itself and All of the glory shots. I mean, it's like a five minute sequence. (laughs) It's great. I love it. You just sit and watch it. It's like Howard gluing crap to his fingers or to a stick. And there's a dragon floating around and Howard's bored. So this whole season three, they brought those aspects of how can they make this feel grand and glorious like the motion picture reveal of the enterprise refit on the big screen and uh i i think they did in a lot of ways it it looks really cool and the new season is actually in 4k finally finally so there's that i'm happy glorious was able to watch that Watch some CSI as well. CSI Vegas. 
in uh, two weeks of when this episode is released. Last night was the season finale for the second season of CSI Vegas. I have my other issues with that show. That's a whole separate topic. The final piece, I think, for now, anyway, until I remember what else is happening and we can talk about uh, wrestling uh, here now or later uh, after you guys tell us what you've been watching and, and seeing and, and those sorts of things. But Star Trek Discovery, old news now, but season five airing in 2024 will be the last. They have officially canned Star Trek Discovery. Woo! Thanks, guys. Over to you. <laughs> just, just, just for the record, I, I haven't seen Discovery and have really no reason to hate it, except for the sheer amount of misery that it caused you, Kidder, because I had to hear about it like every week about how terrible it was, how preachy it was. Just glad that bad Trek is ending. Maybe some new good Trek will come. You know, maybe you'll get more strange new worlds. It will, and that has been renewed already for season three. They, they, as far as I know, aren't even uh, finished filming and processing and finishing up all the polish work on season two, which will probably air uh, summer, maybe fall this year. But it's still rated a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. First season of Strange New Worlds another fantastic series i mean the first episode of it brings a tear to your eye for a huge star trek fan such as myself i sat there in amazement like wow this is good star trek it's great love it local geek before you i'll let you go first you know guess first um <laughs> just 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 so you guys know what you can look to i have to glue this elk to this base and let me tell you, the feet aren't lining up real well, so uh, will Howard glue an elk to his fingers? Possibly. Possibly. Like well, that little tease. Like uh, <laughs> local geek. Teaser. You been yes. watching anything? <laughs> uh, nothing super exciting. We're uh, re-watching The Walking Dead now that they've officially ended it, so we'll finally see how it ended. We've got through, I think, season nine before we kind of gave up on it. And so now we started back at the beginning, just working our way back through to, to see how it all ended and just see what happened with it. And um, other than that, mostly what we've been watching is whatever the little guy wants to watch, which he discovered on uh, YouTube, a channel called kids fun TV, which is kind of fun to watch. It's uh, really cheesy acting, but it's not annoying sing-along stuff so <laughs> uh, you know lefty and i were watching the walking dead and we didn't get that far um we got to the season with the prison like when they first get to the prison okay that's one of my favorite seasons and and that's about where we dropped off and it was just i grew tired of it um lefty is is far more of a binge watcher than i am of stuff i like to change things up whereas like she can sit down with a series and just watch it you know every night and and get through it and i, I just can't and um yeah it was just that's all the further we got uh which is to me sad because i i know some of the more of the walking dead i've read more further into the um 
into the comics. So there's things that I'd love to see out of that, but I don't know. Maybe one of these days we'll pick it back up. But yeah, that was that was about where we we dropped off was when they were in the prison and and they've such. just started filming. I think the they're doing like three. I don't know if they're movies or if they're just long form versions of the show. But they're supposed to be like ninety minutes long to kind of wrap up some of the other character stories to not drop any spoilers, but I'm excited um, to see those. It, it is a good show. Don't get me wrong. When I say like we, like I got burnt out on it. it it's, it's not that it's a bad show. It just, it drug on, you know, yeah. and you can only, you can only like, I mean, the walking dead, it it's, it's a depressing show in a lot of ways. And I can only take so much depressing every <laughs> week. I it's, it's the same reason, like the blacklist we stopped watching. Um, that was an amazing show, like the first two seasons. And then you just get to a point where it's like, nobody can be happy in that show. And ugh, it just sucks the life out of you to try and watch it. Yeah. And Which I think the walking dead has done a good job of giving those ups and downs of, you know, they're in a stable place and they're able to be happy for a while. And then they, that place gets destroyed and they have to move on and they're down for a while. And then they find another safe place to be happy. And, yeah, it just it it's one of those where I was at maybe one of these days we'll go back and and watch it. But right now we don't get to watch a lot of TV together. So she watches a lot of medical dramas and such. And I watch whatever I feel like. So which uh, as of late has been one piece. Um, but it, it's surprising. My wife actually called me out on it she goes you're not a binge watcher but you're watching this constantly i'm like i don't know it's scratching an itch right now so i, I kid i know knows about one piece because i've talked about it on the show but Derek, i don't know if you're familiar with it yeah i haven't heard of it even uh so it's an anime and it's based off one of the longest running manga um like it started in 1995 is when it started and it's still going wow. so the, like it hasn't finished the story um it's supposed to end in the next few years supposedly um but it's it's really about um it starts off with just a he's a young man he's only 17 this guy who wants to become king of the pirates and to do that you have to find the uh legendary treasure the one piece so it's this kid having to, you know, build a crew and convince people to be on his crew. And um, the world isn't, it isn't 100%, like, it's not Earth. It's it's many times, I forget what they say. It's how many times bigger. But it, it's mostly water with some islands. And then there's a, a special sea called the Grand Line, which is just this crazy place where all sorts of weird things can happen. And that's at the end of the Grand Line is where the One Piece is. So it follows the adventures of him and his crew, um, of this boy, uh, Luffy, D-Monkey. And it's it's uh, it's really good. It's enjoyable. It's got comedy. It's got action. Um, it's got some good storytelling moments. It's got some times where it's just like, eh. You know, like there's some filler episodes that are, yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying it. In fact, I'm enjoying it so much. Uh, I started today because it was supposed to be a quiet day at work, and I just 
I knew like I'm going to work on some things. I just need to listen to something. I actually started. It was a video I found on YouTube. It was a six hour long video essay about One Piece. I got about halfway through it. Um, and luckily, it was just background noise because it wasn't really a great video essay because like the the guy's argument was that One Piece as a whole should be on the same level. It's a modern day version of the Odyssey. But then he doesn't really make any connections to that. And it really kind of comes down to him like talking through all of the story arcs and what happened. And it's more of like a recap with some every now and then like a really good analytical point. But it's kind of a terrible video essay, but I'm about halfway through it. And I'll probably finish it just, I don't know, because I'm curious, but it's uh, not the best. But that's really what I've been watching when I've had time. So nice. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. If you like anime, give it a shot. But uh, if you're not a fan, yeah, I'm on like season seven. I'm like 200 some episodes in. So I got a lot left to go. So, uh, hey, let's let's get back to some other interesting news so that Kidder rejoins the conversation. <laughs> Uh, so I saw an interesting news story. Um, it's about Funko Pops. You guys, uh, you guys collect the old uh, Funko Pops? Got a couple, not too many. I forced Howard to collect a bunch, <laughs> which Howard still lovingly has and cherishes that entire collection. He's doing a good job of holding that. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. Uh, with the Funko Pops, uh, you find them anywhere. There's tons of these things. Um, and there's so many out there that the company actually is having problems because they they have overstock of them. And the storage fees on all of this uh, stock is costing them a small fortune. And they recently decided and discovered through their accounting department, that it's actually cheaper to throw these uh, Funko Pops into the dump than to pay for the storage on them. So it's been reported that uh, Funko Pops is going to dispose of about $30 million worth of Funko Pops in the uh, upcoming future. So just tossing them out because people don't want them. So it's a large number. it is a large number. At, um, at what, like fifteen-ish dollars a piece? Right around there. Yeah, I don't know. I've never bought a Funko Pop. They've all been gifted to me by Kidder. But it's it's interesting because there are some people who are really big into these things. Um, as Kidder said, he forced me to collect some. Uh, I never really got into them myself because they're just a statue that sits there and up until i moved into this place i really didn't have a great place to like display them or anything like that that's incredible amount um looking at the article uh inventory at the end of the year totaled 246.4 million an increase of 48 percent compared to a year ago according to an official funko press release This includes inventory that the company intends to eliminate in the first half of 2023. 
to reduce fulfillment costs by managing inventory levels to align with the operating capacity of our distribution center. This is expected to result in a write down in the first half of 2023 of approximately 30 to 36 million. So basically they have so many of these things. I mean, that it's even hard to distribute because if you think about it, you have to keep so many on the shelves and they're all the different kinds. Some, you know, um, IP is probably more popular than others. So you tend to have more of the stuff that's not popular. It's it's interesting. It's very interesting in that sense. Thoughts? I have a couple of them myself. I mean, mainly one, the town's doctor with the the uh, 3D glasses over there. I also have a couple Star Trek ones. And you know, for the for the price that uh, I also have the Metallica collection. I have uh, the four of those. But with the price they are and the fact they don't just want to discount them, get them out to people, is kind of absurd. Yeah, we'll just That's throw these away. Like they have to pay fees to dispose of them, I would think. So even selling them at a loss would ultimately earn them more money. Yeah. Yeah, but it's that thing of holding on to them until they sold. You know, even at a discount. I mean, I, I don't know. There are some people who collect these things like crazy, and then there are some people who have just a few. You know, I, I joked you know, about um, the collection that Kidder gave me. Most of that is packed away, but if I turn my camera up, well, let's get it out. <laughs> Over into that corner, it's kind of hard to see, but up in the corner, there are uh, three of the Funko Pops I have out. The 10th Doctor and the 3D Glasses, the 4th Doctor, and then River Song. And then I have a couple of the soft Funko Pops of Boba Fett and uh, Yoda up there but otherwise the the rest are packed away in my storage room you know because I, again it's just a limited amount of space i want to display other things you know I, I just i don't have room for a bunch of these things that just kind of take up space you know so i i think it's kind of one of those people jump for the things that they're nostalgic about and other things they're just kind of meh over and i think that makes it hard to sell even at a discount so but it is a waste i i will say that that is a huge waste you know if you're going to just dispose of them like that you know you could probably even give them out to i'm sure there are charities where a kid would love to get you know some of these funko pops you know you give them to a children's hospital, you know, um, like at the hospital my wife works at, they actually have a small storage room full of toys that they give to kids when they come because when the kids come, they don't always get to bring toys. They don't have that comfort item. So it's a, you know, they they will have stuff and they get it mostly through donations. So Christmas time is the best because they get a bunch of stuff. 
But at other times of the year, they don't have enough. But, you know, a Funko Pop could fall in that category. So there's there's ways and things you could do with them in that case instead of just filling up a landfill. So. Yeah. Imagine all the kids, how happy they would be in hospitals across the country. I mean, a Funko Pop. You know, it doesn't... It'd be cool, right, if you knew what their favorite character was because they have contracts with so many different properties out there. I mean, Marvel, Doctor Who, Star Trek, Star Wars. There's so many innumerable movie-related Funko Pops that are out there. Or even just sports stars. So many of them out there. Hand them out. Yeah, you didn't get, you know, LeBron James, but uh, you you got a free Funko Pop toy that you can play with as a kid in the hospital. I mean, it's a little bit of joy. And then maybe it creates a black market in every hospital of uh, the kids selling or trading for their favorite Funko Pop, you know, uh, having their parents go do the dirty work. I don't know. Well, and that brings I, up another point on them there, Kidder, is if you're doing something like that, like, I would bet a large percentage of the Funko Pops out there are sitting on a shelf in the box as a collector's item. But if they did that, the kids, they're going to play with them. Like, my son's got a few that we've unboxed and he plays with them and we don't care. They're, I mean, they're incredible characters. They're from a movie he likes and he plays with them and has fun. Mm-hmm. I just, after I suggested it, this idea, I could just see, though, you know, some, like, eight-year-old getting one and being like, Daddy, what's Hellraiser? You know, <laughs> some not-quite-so-appropriate Funko Pop for a, a children's hospital, but, that you know, that just made me chuckle. <laughs> I, I would assume, and, and this is a, a huge <clears throat> assumption, that if they were bringing these figures that they would be you know very generalized and targeted toward the family market but there you go being dark uh you know that's that's the realm i live in that's you know i love the the dark comedy and that to me was just funny Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Local geek, uh, do you wish they had a Funko Pop of of you holding a mini beer glass? That would keg next be to really you? cool. Can you make that happen? I'll uh, get my people on it. <laughs> <laughs> with all the money I invested with Funko Pop to try and make Howard happy, I mean, I've got to have an in at the company <laughs> at this time. I could just see if we ever do make it that big where we're getting Funko Pops, I want mine with a much smaller Funko Pop glued to his hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll make something happen because you'll have to have like six figures for yourself. Normal Howard, Howard the ref, Howard. shoveling in, yeah, injured Howard is clearly bleeding glued hobby Howard in Howard's cave of wonder shoveling Howard. That's clearly in distress and has fallen and broken himself. 
Uh, <laughs> mowing Howard, who is tired and can't push the lawnmower anymore. Um, just future opened Howard. a future Howard who doesn't exist. It's just an empty box. Uh, <laughs> uh, messed up Howard who opened one of local geeks beers after shaking it. <laughs> And I, I mean, so that that's eight already. I mean, it's practically a collector's series at this point. I mean, limit them to like 50 and we'll make millions. Big D might be the only one that has more than Howard. Maybe. I, I mean, they'd all be basically the same, though, because they're all. <laughs> <laughs> they all have the same look on his face, like. <laughs> Truthfully, truthfully, though, in all seriousness, I would love a murder bird Funko Pop. That would be the one I'd want. So I, I have to throw this out as I don't know if it's a critique or just feedback about the murder bird. But I happen to be mentioning to a certain other individual who lives in this house. I'm, I, I won't name, but it's not Frey or, or Orion. And I threw out the murder bird earlier today. This is literally about five hours ago. And I go, yeah, the, it's the murder bird. The what? It's, it's the murder bird. It, you, you don't remember that? No. Okay. Um, well, did you look through the thumbnails? No. Okay, pull up, pull up the thumbnails. Okay. Where is it at? Did you look at the episode 100? Yeah. Where is it at? Did you look? I ever zoom in. Oh, well, you can't see that. It's kind of how it's meant to be, but okay. But let's, let's go through. So I pull up on the TV. So it's this big flipping through our channel. There's one. I never saw that before. How could you see that at this big? Okay. <laughs> There's another one. Well, obviously. Okay. Flip, flip. And there's, there's the one. There's the episode where he debuted. It's the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't see that. <sighs> Killing me. Yeah, the uh, the murder bird is a a favorite Easter egg of mine to hide in uh, thumbnails. Uh, basically, like, if there's a thumbnail out there that has any sort of black or dark space, more than likely uh, there may be a murder bird in it. <clears throat> Not all of them. Uh, usually, it's a if it's like a nighttime street scene, there's a murder bird. You might have to look for it, but it's there. It's there. Kind of like uh, episode 101. Redacted. So, uh, Kidder. I mean, we've been talking a while. Mm -hmm. Some of us are getting thirsty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a week. I'm, I'm out. Local Geek didn't say anything, and he said that he's out. Yeah, I'm out too. <laughs> and the Howard didn't say anything, but he's out. It, uh, it was on you for a while there, local geek. So we got to see you. <laughs> Howard's just being Howard. 
guess I should have sh- shut off my uh, my cave ale. Ooh. From the Potosi Brewing Company. Because this one. <laughs> this one uh, sounds like it could be a fun road trip to go visit. We could have Rude Boy Kyle tag along with us. It's in uh, Potosi, Wisconsin. It's where beer is crafted, and that craft is celebrated at the National Brewery Museum. The beer you hold was brewed in that town by its finest people in a small batch with the finest ingredients. I, for one, would like to build, visit the Brewery Museum. It's about uh, four, four or three and a half hours from Des Moines. And uh, tell us, tell us about this brew that you are pouring into your glass. Uh, it's called the Cave Ale. It's an amber ale. It says it's uh, smooth and medium bodied, featuring caramel malts. That's five and a half percent alcohol. got a pretty good flavor it's kind of like a, a generic amber flavor it's nothing jumps out at me a whole lot about it but i'd give it like a, a three out of five nice Kinner, what are you having for round two? Oh, well that's um <clears throat> open up the triple b beer cave all right. What should I have? Hmm. Yes. Yes. Let's do. Let's do this one. It seems interesting enough. And Orion was helping me pick this out there. Uh, this is from Sierra Nevada. It's the wild little thing. Slightly sour ale. It has guava, hibiscus, and strawberry, and is a 5.5% alcohol by volume. 12 fluid ounces in this, made by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, Chico, California, and Mills River, North Carolina. Government warning on the side. What do we have here? Ah, Ball Corporation Aluminium. It is an ale brewed with natural flavors. Please recycle. Well, don't you worry. I will complete this beverage. And then it will go in the R-E-C-Y-C-L-E recycle. Put this into the North Dakota Fighting Sioux Yeti. Speaking of Yeti, Howard, I have to mention that Adam Foote... Not Duffoot, but former fight, uh, fighting Sioux, former Colorado Avalanche superstar and alum is now working with the Vancouver Canucks. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that smells uh, sour. That's for sure. The guava and strawberry right at the top, right, right in the nose. That is sour. It's a sour, sour. Do taste the strawberry. Hmm. Hmm.
It's not too bad. Give it a, uh, I don't know, 2.3 on this, her. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's the guava or if they just have some, or if they included the, the vines of the strawberry, but there's a little at the end. It's kind of weird. But anyway, carry on. I was going to say, Kidder, I, I did have that on the show. Trying to pull up the spreadsheet so that I could uh, find out. I have a feeling the local geek is going to beat me to it. I don't have it open yet. So. Oh, now the Rix is on. I bet he has a trusty bookmark. Don't make me beat both of you. <laughs> uh, let's see. What, what was that called? Wild little thing. There it is. Yes. It was, uh, it was episode 88. Oh, oh I just got geek. there. Yep. <laughs> Local Geek wins this one again. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I described it as, I kind of like this. It is slightly sour. It's not as sugar. It's not as super sour as some of the ones I've been drinking. Then that strawberry kicks in, and it's really good. So, there you go. Kind of sounds like Drunk Howard. Probably was. <laughs> oh, man. I did leave uh, Kidder an Easter egg in the sheet, too. I don't think he's found yet. So. I haven't looked, so let's pull <laughs> up on my favorite of the sheets. I wish I had a scroll bar in this. Oh, okay, there it showed up. Well, he's looking for that. I, uh, I noticed on this can they, they donate all their profits to charity from this brewery. And, uh, Perfect. Is that the? It would taste better with a cherry in it, because <laughs> I happened. I happened to mention that on an episode. Well, maybe last week. I, don't, I mentioned it on. You weren't here, but I mentioned it, and I was very disappointed. I didn't think the local geek would stoop to that low of a level, <laughs> but there it is in black and white. He went there, and man, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I thought you might uh, enjoy that little quip in there. Yeah. Quip. It, it was actually a comment somebody else made while you were drinking it. I, I want to say JS Gunslinger, but I don't remember for sure. Yeah, I think that was a tie between JS Gunslinger and Big D. Because was, Big D has mentioned that a couple different times. Because, yeah, it was one of those two. I'm almost positive. Because he likes to be the troll that he is. Yeah. Uh, for uh, my what's on tap round two, uh, since I'm parent on duty, uh, I have to switch to the non-alcoholic for the second round. And I just have a plain Coke. Uh, I, I did bring down this... Uh, Coca-Cola Move limited edition that Kidder brought me. Ooh. But since he's not having it on the show, I will hold off on it and save it for another show. Who's, who says I'm not going to have it uh, after this sour? Well, then, you know what? If, if you do, I have it sitting here. So <laughs> I, I don't get have one it? of those, but I have had one of those. Ah. So if you guys do end up having it, I've got some tasting notes on it. But otherwise, I'll Ooh. share them in a comment if I'm not on when you do have them. Mm -hmm. things, we things talked about it, local geek, and then the next time I was at the store, 
walked down the soda aisle and went, holy crap, a 24-pack of Coke is $18? This is stupid. And then went, wait, I was supposed to find that new flavor of Coke. <laughs> Ta-da! Found it. So, Thanks for the reminder. I, I also have a can of the Pepsi that I'll give you. I was wondering where that was too, and I couldn't find it. So that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, I've got one in the fridge that I was planning to save for you guys. So, oh, thanks, local geek. It almost makes up for that <laughs> terrible, terrible, defamatory comment that you put in the secret secret spreadsheet. <laughs> so uh, another uh, comment about this beer that I picked up. I picked it up when I was visiting Iowa at uh, their local Walmart in the local brews section, which uh, I don't know if Iowa is in a different dimension than the rest of us or what, but their local brews section did not have a single beer from Iowa in it. Yeah. It did, however, have this, which comes from Wisconsin and several Shiner beers, which, as we all know, come from Texas. Where, where which, does that come from which again? Is, which is definitely <laughs> not local to Iowa, in my opinion. I was trying to pull everybody in to be as local as possible. That's hey, you're you're from a thousand miles away. Uh, you like Iowa, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're local then. <laughs> I kid. I, they, I they do didn't enjoy have a few Iowa. others in there, but. Um, Lining Kunkels had some in there, and uh, Breckenridge Brewing had some in there, but not a single one from Iowa. They're just trying to recruit uh, Farva. That that's that's all Iowa's doing. They're like, if we carry the Shiner, the Farva will come. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh man, I I swear we. We could and should at by some point with all of the shiner we have had. And I have to say, there's more in the fridge. I found a sample pack. And so there's more to come with all of the Spadesel Brewery shenanigans we've had on this show. Damn it, they should sponsor us by now. <laughs> you would uh, think that, but most of the time we uh, we don't give them a favorable rating. You know, maybe if we were nice to them all the time. <laughs> this they, is uh, the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> and then uh, my uh, my teaser from earlier too. We can, I suppose, we'll wrap that in here too because it's part of my Iowa trip. On the way home from Iowa, we uh, we knew that the storm had rolled through North Dakota, and I ninety four was just total garbage to try to drive on. So we figured we'd take I-90 over and hit Sioux Falls and see how the roads were from there. And it turned out they were no good going up I-29 either. So we spent the night in Sioux Falls. So I stopped at one of the local breweries there and I picked up a couple beers for you thinking we could knock South Dakota off the list. And this is this is where uh, Howard the ref needs to come in. Ah, but After I got home, I noticed the cans of these beers say that the brewery is headquartered in Minnesota. But I picked them up at their Sioux Falls brewery. Ah. <laughs> sounds not like a ref con uh, conversation or decision. It sounds like 
the uh, the judge needs to come in, <laughs> lay down the law. Uh, yeah, I mean, technically, they're well. Okay, okay, so here's the thing: we uh, when it came to the Kona big wave, even though it was probably brewed and distributed more locally, we did say the original brewery was in Hawaii. So that right. we could mark that off. So I think, based off that precedent, that we can say that if it, you know, the original brewery is from South Dakota, we can count it as a South Dakota beer. Yeah. There. There's, so, there's your Howard DeRef ruling. So we'll count it then. I wasn't sure because uh, I stopped in last time I was in Sioux Falls. I stopped in at that brewery and I noticed the name was different, but I didn't do any digging on it. I was like, oh, the, the beer was good last time. I mean, it changed names, but the inside looked the same. So I picked up some beers and so I, they must have gotten bought out, I'm guessing. That'd be my guess. That would be my guess. Now, so then the question is, is, you know, is the beer an original South Dakota beer? Or did the company that buy them out make them brew one of their recipes, and therefore then it would no longer extra complexity? Yes, is it an original, original location brew, or is it a Minnesota location recipe that they're forced to make in South Dakota? Yeah, Hmm. local geek parlay. I'm guessing that well. I mean, the rest, the beers are listed on their website and it comes up with their Minnesota brewery as the primary. So I'm assuming they're probably the Minnesota recipes. And then in that case, they are Minnesota beer. All right. Well, the hunt is still on for South Dakota then. Yeah. The elusive South Dakotan brew. (laughs) I'm still going to give you guys these two beers though. And Kidder, uh, (laughs) I, I will recommend that you have the double IPA. I say that because the IPA was more of an IPA than the double IPA. <laughs> oh, I think this is the reverse psychology. Like, oh, hey, if you try this, it says double, but it's like half. You should try this one. <laughs> I, I liked that one better, and I'm not an IPA fan. So. Oh, okay. Hey, for those who are wondering, I did not glue myself to the elk. Yeah. No extra phalanges for the elk. No, and the elk is done, so it's now sitting over here in the done pile. So, hmm. but the night's okay. still young, and I'm working on two dragons that just do not want to actually stick. So, right. Well, gents, we got a few uh, little topics left that we should probably quickly hit and get out of this sh- show. Uh, one of them came from us from the local geek. Uh, you, you shared this, uh, back on episode 99, I mentioned my, uh, theory that anybody who wanted to steal from a Papa Murphy's easily could, cause I mean, you could just walk and grab your pizza off the rack. Uh, and you shared with me as soon as that episode came out, uh, that, uh, Panera bread employees had been reporting, uh, a problem with thefts and we're therefore moving food behind the counters. So yeah, I guess it does happen. Oddly enough, uh, 
had lunch with that funny guy today at Qdoba, and they have racks set up by the cashier, but they are the the bags of food. And he goes, obviously jokingly, hey, they got our lunch ready for us. And I went, yeah, I mean, it is just kind of sitting there. Anybody who knows and acts like they're knowing what they're doing could just go in and grab it. And I mean, you, you get what you get, I guess. Yeah, Which I've done the kid up pick up and they, they don't question you. You just walk up, grab a bag and walk out the door. <laughs> I suppose that might have been the question, though. You grab the bag and then go sit down at a table like, wait a minute, they're supposed to go. Yeah, it is bizarre. And the whole like COVID era takeout process for delivery drivers and whatnot. Same thing, noodles and company. You know, they're at least sitting on the counter where the reg- register is. So they're there. The name is big, but still, somebody just walks in, meh, grabs a, one of them, and walks out. <laughs> it's not like they're checking. Can I see your ID, sir? What's your name? Who are, who's your order for? Yeah. My wife always sends me the uh, confirmation because sometimes, like, like with Noodles and Co., they write the name on the bag, you know, and it looks weird when 270 pound guy comes up and grabs a bag, you know, that has Kate written across it. So, yeah. <laughs> I always have the order confirmation just in case they question. And so. I'm guessing they never have. No, never have. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Eat Ty has done that for us when Ashley's got her name on it and I go pick it up. I just tell him, yeah, I'm picking up Ashley's order. Okay, here you go. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess don't steal food because then you have people like us coming into the place to pick up our food. Extremely pissed that our food isn't ready and that it's gone. Yep. Speaking of not doing things. Don't do this. What's this? Don't do something freezer or something or other. That one's mine. I was I was going to talk about it on episode 100, but uh, we ran out of time. It, I mean, it's, it's not that we ran out of time. It's that uh, people misinterpreted your comment in the run sheet, and we started talking <laughs> about Titanic, and Titanic <laughs> jokes were made. True. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sunk that part of the show, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a few weeks ago, I went through and decided I should uh, defrost the freezer on my dorm fridge, which I know you have one there, Kidder. So uh, make sure you keep up on that. I hadn't done that since we moved into this house almost 13 years ago. And the the iceberg inside of that could have sunk the Titanic. (laughs) I posted some pictures in there for Howard to throw up. So I I thought it would make a good don't do this segment, though, because you definitely shouldn't let it go 13 years before you defrost it. There was literally no room in that freezer. It was all ice. Mm -hmm. Did you find anything while you were in there? You know, woolly mammoth, caveman? No. I I threw the iceberg outside. So, I mean, when it thaws this spring, maybe we'll find something. (laughs) Maybe there's a beer right in the center of it. Just like, oh, hey, I was wondering where that went. It's still good, right? 
I, you know, I, I have a toy woolly mammoth. I, I, I'm not really tempted, local geek, to go over to your yard and just throw it into your yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have cameras where that iceberg happened to land, do you? Asking for a friend. <laughs> not yet. I, I do want to get one back there to point at my grill, but. Okay, well, good. It's the backyard. Now I know that. Now is your time, Howard. <laughs> Not that there's ever a time to sneak in and trespass on somebody's property. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, the, the footprints would uh, definitely give way to something happening. <laughs> there's like three feet of snow back there. Well, you know, it, it's pretty light. I just have to chuck it, you know. It's... <laughs> I will also say there's the possibility of Howard owning a drone. So, you know, there might be... I said the possibility. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I've heard drones have good capabilities these days. Drone delivery. With, with payloads and, and, you know, dropping things off where they may or may not belong. This sounds like a lot of work for a woolly mammoth joke, though. <laughs> no, it's worth it. Mm. They've been waiting ages for it to happen. We better speed this up. Kidder's gone punny. Uh. <laughs> so how about, how about one of these? You can give it a go, Howard. Uh, you know what? I'm going to hold off just because it's like, again, like midnight and okay. I need to go to sleep. Okay. So I don't need to drink I'm more caffeine. It back. It's going back in the fridge. Look it's for that there. in episode 104. Uh, I also see somebody put Kickstarter. I'm gonna guess that's the local geek filling in the run sheet. Yeah, we can we can skip that one. That's not a big one. It was just a filler topic. Ah, oh filler filler topic. We'll 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 just we'll just uh, highlight that, and the next time the local geeks on, I'll have forgotten that I had even uh, put this on them. <laughs> At this point, uh, it's probably going to be next week, and he'll just get a copy of the rundown again and be like, "Oh, that was last week." Well, let's do it again. I mean, if that's if it's next week, the the game that I backed will actually be here as long as the weather allows it. What game did you back? Five uh, maybe later. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 you almost got him! Got him in the tease. Oh yeah, it's the. Oh, sorry, we're not Fuck. actually doing that. You're Howard the ref has called it's time now. <laughs> Howard the ref is like, oh my gosh, I gotta go to bed. Um. <laughs> Uh, one last uh, thing, and I'll bring it up, and it's uh, unfortunately it's a sad note, and I, I always hate having to do these segments. Um, but we here at the Triple B want to send our condolences out to the uh, family of uh, Angela Reedburn. Uh, her father, Steve Reedburn, works for me. He's our site supervisor at the 1883 Sussman County Courthouse uh, in Jamestown, and um just terrible news uh his his daughter angela was found uh dead in their um on monday uh leaving behind a nine-year-old son um so it's been a it's been a tough week around the office i i never got a chance to meet angela but i just knowing knowing steve and his family and trying to figure out how he's going to to take care of um beckett it's it's a lot, and uh, you know our condolences. They have 
uh, set up a GoFundMe uh, to establish a trust fund uh, and to help pay for some of the funeral expenses. Um, I, I will put it down in the show notes if you're willing to uh, share, because um, this this really is a uh, it's just a sad story, and I mean it it broke my heart to hear about it on Monday, and uh, it's making me tear up as I talk about it. So, from all of us here at the Triple B, our our, our deepest condolences. That that's a very sad thing to happen, and um, we we wish the family, you know lots of healing and prayers with that and uh kidder on that kind of sad and uh tragic note it's time we wrap this show up with some plugs all right well let's just uh, touch on a couple things real quick um not to try and bypass or subvert uh, that, but uh, we'd love for you to be part of the show. Beerbluesbs.com. Many things you can do there include finding our Facebook and Instagram, our merch stores there, and uh, all of our audio episodes directly there for you to listen to. You can also find the links and get to the other audio versions of the show on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, and Player FM, and probably more like YouTube podcasts, YouTube podcasts. We're also on there. So if you know of any of the audio sources where you love listening to podcasts, please go on there and search beer blues and BS. Uh, If you could help us keep the show rolling by showing your support by buying us a beer, it's right on the homepage of beerbluesbs.com or the convenient buy us a beer button. Choose if you'd like to buy us a beer buy us around, leave a comment so we know who you are and what you want to say. We'll put it up here on the screen and we do appreciate that. So help us out. Beerbluesbs.com. Keep the show rolling. Plus, if you want to sponsor the show, get in contact with us. You know, you could sponsor the What's on Tap segment, for instance, and we'd appreciate that. So Facebook, Instagram, like us, follow us, subscribe to us on YouTube, watch the video versions, and please throw us a thumbs up smash that sub button help us get to more people so i think that's about enough uh plugs here for the end of the show on that somber note uh to try and uplift it a little bit local geek any closing comments for the show for howard the ref because he dusted off the ref apparel and showed up or anything else nothing more for me it was a good show it was fun Glad you thought so, local geek. Thanks for being here again, making sure that your record of show appearances is intact. Other than that, Howard Blues, anything to rule on before we hit the road? Uh, no, nothing that I I think that I uh, I need to uh, finish officiating or such. So. Hopefully it won't be so long until uh, until I return. Uh, but but hey, here's a here's a positive one. Uh, with this episode, uh, the local geek should surpass Rude Boy Kyle as the guest with the most appearances. So there you go. 
There you go. Now the question is, do I text that to rude boy Kyle and see what he, he's, if he's got something to say or does the local geek have something to say or both? I, I know me and him have been going neck and neck on the kind of taking turns who's had the most here. So mm-hmm. I just, I just happened to flip over to it. Cause I was curious that uh, you right now are tied at 11 as of episode 100. So. Yeah, I think we've been tied for a while because I think the last two or three that I've been on, he's been on with me. So, yeah. So this this episode breaks that tie. So, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Fun fact as we get into this show. Mm. Well, now that we've facted everybody out of here, let's get the hell out of here too. He's Howard Blues or Howard DeWeff or drunk Howard or slightly drunk Howard, buzzed Howard, maybe spewed on Howard. I don't know. He's just Howard over there. Glued Howard. I don't know. He's just get yourself together, man. I'm the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this episode and every episode. Please and thanks. Remember, subscribe. Thank you. We appreciate it. Also, remember to keep a glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will see you potentially after the whiteout down that snow-filled frozen Tuscan Highway. Have a good one, and see you on the next episode of Beer Blues and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Something came out today? Yeah. I I knew I was going to be a bit spoiled uh, because last week, like in the first, like, I think it was in the first 24 hours, we had like 40 some views on it. Wow. I mean, it was just. You know, so I was. I didn't listening. get to it until almost a week later. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, oh no, no, that was the previous one. That was ninety nine. Um. Anyway, so like I, I just checked. It's like, hey, five hours ago when you published this, you've had three views. <laughs> so it's like, okay. <laughs> so, it is what it is. Yeah, I clicked into it. I don't know if that counts as a view, but. I, I don't know I, I when they, yeah, I don't know when they actually say, okay, it's a view. Yeah, I only watched like a few seconds of it because I just wanted to read the little rundown of it. Seeing where Kidder threw in my birthday video, <laughs> but I you're, didn't watch it yet. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, you're you're right off the top. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we worked it in pretty early so it was good it was good so 
that one's pretty good. The one next week is pretty good. Nice. This week should be good based on the length of the run sheet, right? Ah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I always hope it'll be good, but... We'll see. Kidder was in a pretty decent mood when I saw him, and I see he's in the run sheet now, so... Nice. Hopefully. Hopefully that means he's going to be joining us soon. I'm sure he is going through a whole ritual, probably sacrificing a goat, trying to get his internet to work. Because he's he's super frustrated with all of the pixelation he's had. Oh. <laughs> and it's all on his end. It's it's yeah. not yeah, because you're fine, and everybody else that's been on has been fine. It's just him. Yeah. Oh, he's he's super pissed about it. Last last week, it, it's a bit of the behind the curtain, but he actually did a speed. He's like, doesn't make sense. I'm going to do a speed test right now. And as soon as he started doing the speed test, it all cleared up, and he went high def. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it does make sense. It's like Because when you hit those speed test sites, it'll start prioritizing certain things. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, we we made a joke about oh Midco saw that you were calling about. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. He's he's talking about switching to something else. Hey, speaking of people, we're talking about and pixelation. Hey, get her. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually, actually not too pixelated right now. It was when he first popped in, but it, it's cleared up. He's 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 looking looking pretty good for now. <laughs> I had to change some settings. I, again, I'm using the web version uh, again, which I mean I've used the web version before. And had the same thing. I've used the Google Meet thing as well and had the same thing. And so, gall dang it, if this doesn't work, we're leaving the big G. Plans and pricing. What do we got here? <laughs> He's already shopping. We haven't even made it through the episode. He's already shopping. <laughs> hmm. I mean, the business plus is $50 per year per user savings at $250 a year. <clears throat> yeah, we don't need that. We're not really a business. At this point, we're pretty much a charity case. <laughs> yeah, we don't make any money. So there's no business going on. <laughs> Worst business ever. <laughs>